Welcome to American Indian Living, a program developed by the Native Education and Health Initiative to improve and enhance the health of people throughout the Native communities. American Indian Living is hosted by Dr. David DeRose, a board-certified specialist in both internal medicine and preventive medicine. Dr. DeRose has a wide range of experience with Native health issues, and he's ready today to help you learn more about your health. Here's Dr. DeRose. Welcome to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Today we're doing another in a series of uh, really great shows from the venue of the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board in Portland, Oregon. I've got two great folks uh, sitting across from me, Tommy Ghost Dog Jr. and Roger Peterson. It's great to have you guys with me today. Thanks for having us. Yep, thank you for having us. And welcome to the Health Board. Thanks so much. Uh, I've been hearing from different people here, and I'll be honest with you, you guys were not on my radar screen when I made arrangements to come out here, and several people have said, you've got to get these folks on with We Are Native. Uh, they're doing great stuff. And I was thinking to myself, We Are Native. Uh, 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 what is that? Why don't you help us out as we're getting underway, Tommy? What is We Are Native? Ooh, okay, so where to begin? Um, we Are Native is a comprehensive health resource website for Native youth by Native youth that's housed here at the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board on a, within our Tribal Epidemiology Center. So um, what we do at We Are Native is we try to meet Native youth and young adults with where they're at. And we've learned that where they're at in today's society is technology, um, not only technology, but social media. Mm -hmm. So um, we have a website, wearenative.org, which houses um, numerous health topics ranging from sexual health, mental health, um, and, and a little bit of spiritual health. But we also have a community engagement piece. So our website is just chock full of of resources that are medically accurate that have been reviewed by um, Native health professionals as well as Native youth and young adults. Um, we partnered with the Northwest Indian College up in Washington. Um, and so these articles were reviewed and they were made, you know, actually, you know, readable for our audience, which mm -hmm. is young adults. And so with that, we put them on our website um, and, you know, it's, it's a lot of information in a big place. So in order to bring... Um, you know, our audience to our website is we started utilizing social media. And at the time, even before I was on in 2014, um, I think we had a, a MySpace, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So we had a MySpace for, for We Are Native because at the time, that's where we knew, you know, people, at least our audience were. So um, obviously times have changed. And so currently we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, a YouTube channel. Um, we have a text messaging service, which mm -hmm. Roger will, um, you know, kind of go through a little later. Um, and we also, you know, we're trying new stuff because as much as we feel we have a step on what the native youth and young adults are doing today, we're always at least three steps behind. So, uh -huh. you know, we've tried the Snapchats. Um, we're, we're looking into TikTok. Um, any way we can get health messaging to native youth and young adults is, is our aim. Um, but also not just health messaging. Uh, health messaging that's medically accurate, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's really in their best interest. So, you know, that's kind of the basis of We Are Native. We started as a website, and now we're trying to reach Native youth where they're at, which is, you know, technology and social media. Tremendous, tremendous. Now, I'm just thinking there's a lot of Native youth, no doubt, that will be tuning into this show, and many who are listening right now, they're actually saying, okay, I'm, I'm typing this into my, my smartphone. We 
W-E-R-A-R-E, native, and nothing's coming up. Is that true? Uh, I mean, we have on our website, if you just, if you literally just Google We Are Native, we have the, we're the first thing that pops up. So wearenative.org. Um, even, yeah, sometimes it's, it gets a little tough because it are, it's we are the letter R okay. instead of A-R-E. Uh-huh. Um, so, but usually I'm pretty sure, actually I'll do it right now. Okay. Okay. So we're trying, so what we're getting at is the official name is we, and then the letter R native. And, uh, we're, I'm trying to look out for you guys. I'm getting worried if they type in we are native. So if they type in we are native with the R, mm-hmm. we pop up first. And okay. if you do. So we're going, you're going through Google, through a search engine. Yeah, huh? just Google. Okay. So we yep. are native. We still are the first. Okay. To pop up. So. Okay. But if you put we are native dot org, the word and spell out A R E, that might give you problems. Let's try it. Okay. These guys are working hard here for us. And by the way, so Roger, you've been sitting here listening uh, very patiently. Is it safe to say that the two of you are in the age demographic that you're trying to reach, or do you look young for your ages? Uh, well, definitely I'll take a compliment anywhere I can get one. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're definitely trying to reach youth, you know, from um, you know adolescence up to um, you know young adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really just trying to connect people with uh, uh, resources whenever they may need them. It's not really exclusionary. It's more of an inclusionary thing. Um, and one of the main ways we're doing that, too, that I can speak to is uh, through text messaging. Mm-hmm. I know Tommy messaged a bunch of the different avenues that we use to uh, reach youth, which can be sometimes hard in Indian country. Um, but uh, one of the ones that's really expanded for us over the past five or six years is the text messaging platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found that, uh, you know, with a lot of these, you know, Tommy talking about MySpace, they come and go, social media platforms, and, and user preference also changes pretty quickly too. Mm-hmm. So you, you could have a great Instagram account, and then the next day the company's bankrupt. So, mm-hmm. But we found with the text messaging that uh, it's been pretty uniform um, mm-hmm. throughout, you know, since the inception of text messaging. Everyone in the United States used text message. You don't need access to internet, and you don't have to have a certain preference around which social media platform uh, you like to engage with. So uh, if anyone's listening right now, uh, if you'd like to text NATIVE, N-A-T-I-V-E to 97779. Um, that is basically our one of the main campaigns that we run via text message. So it's one of the way we drive engagement to our website, uh, to our giveaways, and basically to all the things that we do under We Are Native. Um, so we usually send out a text message every Friday, and that could be something that uh, you know is relating to self-help, and it could be just something that's actually more poignant, directing to the website, directing uh, a user towards uh, something that might be important to them. Um, so text messaging is really cool for us and the platform itself has been, uh, growing and advancing and, uh, the things that we're able to do now with it are, uh, a lot more complex and engaging than they were when we first started out with it. So, uh, it's something that's really great and, uh, we're really happy to, uh, just be expanding it as much as we can. So let me see if I've got this down, Roger. So if I, right now I text to the number nine, seven, seven, nine, so nine, three, seven, we got those triple sevens in the middle. Okay. Nine, triple seven, nine. And I just put in the word native. Yes. That will put me into your, that's saying I want to be part of your, your mailing list. Or your yeah, text absolutely. List? Yeah. You could think of it like a mailing list, but it's more mm-hmm. of like a, uh, a text messaging campaign that we do. Okay. Um, and I know we're here talking about we are native, but, uh, you know, under the umbrella of the epidemiology center here, we have a number of different text messaging campaigns that we do, uh, all surrounding, uh, health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we have a, a sex messaging, uh, campaign that we're, uh, doing right now. We have a fitness campaign. Uh, we have the we are native. Uh, we have um, a, a caring adult text message series that's going to be coming out soon. Mm-hmm. And we're really trying to expand to just reach every uh, corner of Indian country in whatever way that we can. So Now, help us with the logistics because a lot of folks have, have done this. They've texted a non-phone number. 
And how does that work? How does someone get one of these numbers? And if a tribe is listening and said, you know, this sounds like an innovative thing, we, we'd like to do this for some of our tribal members. How does that whole process work? As a- sure. Well, actually, one thing that we do as someone who's kind of, you know, as an organization who's really tried to pioneer this, uh, uh, we, we contract out to other organizations that are interested in doing this. Um, right now, I'm personally working on a, uh, a text messaging campaign for Cherokee Nation uh, for prophylaxis. Uh, so, you know, t- daily reminders for pills, mm-hmm. um, connecting with uh, clinicians, um, and triaging that through the text messaging service. Mm. So, you know, I would say if people out there are listening and they're really interested in getting started with this kind of thing, um, you know, get in touch with uh, here at the board. Um, okay. You know, we've got that business, we've got that acumen, and I think we have a really great team here who knows what they're doing and how to reach the people that need to be reached. Oh, that's tremendous. So, of course, for folks that don't know the geography, Cherokee Nation, I mean, Oklahoma, North Carolina, Tennessee, out that way, but they don't have a real tribal presence in the Northwest. Mm-hmm. So you're working with any tribal entity. Exactly. And the software itself is pretty expensive as well. So that can be a limiting factor for, you know, smaller groups that are interested in getting in and, uh, you know, trying it out. So I, I would say if uh, there's some interest on any third party, definitely contact us. And I would be willing to you know, set up a meeting and uh, give you guys the rundown. Okay. How about if someone's tuning in and they're not native? Um, well, uh, real quick before oh, that, okay. that before question, because okay. I was saying um, it's, it's actually kind of fascinating because, as you mentioned, you know, we have partnerships with Cherokee Nation. Um, and even though we are native is housed, you know, at the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board in the Pacific Northwest, um, our supervisor um, and innovator, Dr. Stephanie Craig Rushing, and uh, one of our coworkers, David Stevens, actually knew that anything you put out on the Internet, it's going to go everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it's it's such an awesome resource, um, you know, that we didn't want to confine it just to the Northwest. Mm. And, you know, I think that being said – you know, we always have to give shout outs to the to the health board and, and where we're at here in Portland. But like I said, you know, as soon as you put something on the Internet, it's going to go worldwide. Um, so with that being said, you know, uh, I think some of our analytics are our most hits for our website is actually in the Southwest. I mean, oh, you know, okay. that you can tell, um, you know, there's there's a no brainer that the Southwest is predominantly uh, a lot of native uh, people live down there. Mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. we're actually second in the Northwest. So that's pretty interesting, you know, with the analytics of our website is it shows you where the populations are tuning in from where they're texting in from um if they choose to opt in to you know text their zip code in um so you know that kind of goes to your question you know i think another great thing about our website and the resources we put out is you can't put a color you can't put a race on health you know health mm-hmm, is health mm-hmm. health is universal you know we all bleed red um so it's it's a thing where if a non-native comes to our website they're going to find medically accurate information that's going to be the same whether they check it WebMD, whether they check these other health websites. The thing that makes us unique, though, is if a native person goes to our website, a lot of our language, a lot of our, our pictures, um, our themes are very native. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of mm-hmm. saying, you know, sexual health, we'll have campaigns where it says, are you going to be snagging later? You know, snag is kind of a, a term for hooking up, you know, mm-hmm. so we implement those things where if a non-native is on our website or on our social medias, you know, they're going to be like, what's snag? You know, and they might not understand that concept, which is okay, but that's kind of, we definitely welcome non-natives to any of our resources that we have out there, both on our website as well as our social media. So, well, so 
coming back to this native, non-native uh, uh, demographic question, and the reason why I'm asking it is because even though our program is especially tailored for First Nation peoples, we have a lot of non-native listeners. And some of them, I can imagine, are getting excited about the expertise that you guys have. And they say, we're doing things maybe in the health arena because this show is especially focused on health. And we'd love to get messaging out to Native Americans, but also we're trying to reach a larger audience. Do you guys take on clients who might not be part of a tribal organization or may not be Native, or are you pretty much exclusively trying to stay in that that Native space as far as who you contract with? It's something maybe, you know, we could do down the line, but uh, we have a lot of actual, you know, awesome projects in the pipeline right now. So I think right now we're just trying to serve the, the Native community as best okay. we can uh, as our organization grows. And, you know, we have more employees and maybe a nice bigger uh, office at one point. <laughs> uh, it's something that, you know, it could be a possibility. Okay. Yeah. So so hopefully all of you are tuning in. You're saying, wow, if you're trying to get messaging out to folks in your tribe or to folks out in Indian country in general, we've got a great resource uh, here in the We Are Native team. But we've been focusing a lot, Tommy, on the text messaging and just how kind of ubiquitous that is in today's environment. But you guys do so much more. Help us to see a little bit more of the big picture of all that We Are Native is involved with. Yeah. Um, man, my... my it's just like flooding in my head now, you know, because we are involved in, in kind of go back what you, you know, what you said with non-native partnerships, uh, you know, that's what they are is like, they're more so partnerships and we don't view them as like clients or clientele. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, our original website actually stemmed from reachout.org. So it was a, a website for everyone. Um, and, and when we built, we are native, we knew like that was the concept that we wanted to to kind of utilize and adapt in, in native health, especially, you know, we're unique as native people. So uh, being here and being housed at the epicenter, you learn quick that a lot of things, a lot of, you know, policies, a lot of, um, you know, programs have to be adapted to meet the needs of our native people. Um, so I think in that sense, I think that's where we're fortunate enough to be housed at the health board. And, and you know, uh, speaking on text messaging so much is because it's so successful for us. But in, in other words, uh, we are native. We really like to, to work in the community aspect, the community of, of working and showing the positive things that are going in native communities. And I think that's because a lot of times um, with native health, you see a lot of negative statistics. You see a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, we have the higher suicide rates. We have the higher uh, obesity rates. So what we try to do and it, we are native is like we try to flip that script. So it's much more than putting out health campaigns. It's showing the positive things, um, you know, especially focused and targeted with health, but other things that's that's going on in Indian country. We like to highlight those. So we want to talk more about what you folks are doing. Unfortunately, we got to step away here for a break real quick. We're going to be coming back with more cutting edge information from the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board. I'm Dr. David DeRose. Don't go away. You don't want to miss our next segment coming up right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre-recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1-800-775-HOPE. That's 1-800-775-4673. We'll be right back after this. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. 
For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Emergency medical unit, respond to 102 Maple Avenue, possible stroke victim. When stroke occurs, you have 60 minutes to win or lose the race of your life. There are new treatments, but you must get to a hospital fast. If you suddenly feel weakness on one side, have trouble speaking, walking, or seeing, it could be a stroke. Call 911. Get to a hospital. Because how you spend the next 60 minutes could determine how you spend the rest of your life. Stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. A message from the National Institute of Neurological Disorders in Stroke. If you receive disability benefits, keeping Social Security informed is key. Keeping us informed minimizes the chance that we learn about something later that could negatively affect your benefits. That's the surprise no one wants because it creates overpayments that you must repay, disrupts payments, and can even jeopardize your entitlement to Social Security benefits. Learn more about reporting responsibilities for people working and receiving disability or SSI benefits by reading our online publications, Working While Disabled, How We Can Help, and How Work Affects Your Benefits at www.socialsecurity.gov pubs. Some changes can be reported online at www.socialsecurity.gov. You can also notify us at 1-800-772-1213 or contact your local Social Security office. Our goal at Social Security is to pay you the right amount on time every month. With your cooperation to keep us informed of changes, the likelihood of any unpleasant surprises that could derail your benefits will be greatly minimized. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You are back with Dr. David DeRose for today's edition of American Indian Living. With me, Tommy Ghost Dog Jr. and Roger Peterson. These uh, guys have been working with an exciting project called We Are Native. I'm just learning about it. First time I ever heard about it was when I walked through the doors of the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board. Yes, that's exactly where we are recording today's show from. And we're learning about some of the great things that are happening to enhance whole person health among Native youth. Tommy, when you and I were speaking before we got behind the mic, you just showed me a little bit about the website. And you showed me this uh, calendar that you've got in your office where you've got things mapped out for the whole year, all kinds of different themes. What is this with different themes? How does that play into the We Are Native website? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we always, it's kind of a, a running joke in our with our little team. Um, real quick, shout out. We have a team of about eight uh, that make us uh, unique and successful with We Are Native. So um, shout out to the team members. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a running joke that we have within our, our We Are Native team because um, what it, what it is, it's just a, a yearly planner calendar, um, and we write on it with uh, dry erase markers. So what we do as a team is we sit down, um, and a lot of our content messaging for We Are Native is based on health observances. Um, you know, because we are a health resource, we try to align our messaging that's relevant for the month. So mm-hmm. um, we, we put ourselves in a room, and we all just go to work Googling, and um, we, we reference the World Health Organization um, the list of their health observances months that they have, um, you know, and I think what makes us unique uh, here at the health board and within, within our team is um, each team member is, is unique in their own, in their own, um, you know, self. So, you know, some events that I know will be happening, we write that on there, um, you know, for example, uh, well, 
because of the situation that's going on currently gathering of nations is something that you know that we circle because we know you know there's going to be a lot of people there you might be Mm -hmm. hooking up you might find someone so you know we kind of tailor messages around that so i think again that goes back to the uniqueness of our team so uh, you know, we just write, we bring up all of these ideas, um, what we want to focus on with the messaging for that month. And so it sits right behind uh, my cubicle um, just on a big yearly planner so we can have and we can plan. And so um, getting back to, I think, the uniqueness of We Are Native is we do a lot of outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our mission at the health board is to serve the 43 tribes here in Oregon, Idaho and Washington. Um, and so the We Are Native schedule kind of revolves around youth and young adults um, and their scheduling with youth events. So we do a lot of uh, workshops at different conferences. Um, you know, we do leadership workshops. We do, you know, basically anything you see on our website, we can tailor a workshop because we have the resources to do so. Um, and I think what's really cool about the health board is because, you know, the tribes within our service area are our service tribes it's mm-hmm. no fee on them. So if there's mm-hmm. a youth, if there's a youth event out in, uh, you know, Spokane, uh, we have the funds um, to travel out there. You know, we have all of our own, you know, resources with you know the swag that we call it to to hand out to youth with our with our logo on it. So we you know pack up a suitcase and we travel on our own funds. So with a with a tribe's request, you know, it's no cost to them. Nice. Um, so I think that's what makes us unique at the health board. Um, and, you know, out of that service area, I think, you know, we just say, you know, unfortunately, you know, you're out of our service area, but we don't want to deny if you can cover our travel, mm-hmm. we'll come out there. And again, you know, we're like a, a traveling workshop. We have a big uh, We Are Native suitcase that probably has been to more states than I have because it's oh, been, really? okay. it's been you know, since I, w- I was working. And so we just pack up, have everything we need, um, and then we travel. I think that's my favorite part uh, of working with We Are Native is, is working uh, with the youth and young adults, because, you know, Roger and myself, we were our target audience at once. And kind of a funny story is I started working when I was 23. So I was still considered the target audience uh-huh. for We Are Native because we service 13 to 24 year olds. Okay. So uh, I think that's so unique and it's so cool is because we have experiences to connect with our audiences, uh-huh. whether that's in person or on social media. And, you know, I think that gives us a I don't want to call it an edge, but it's a it's a unique edge is because we were once our target audience. So we have an understanding of what they're going through, what they went through, what we went through with mm-hmm. our experiences, whether that's, you know, with sexual health or just, you know, life experiences. So, no, that's great. It's great. And and we would say that that life experience is pretty close because, of course, I have experience in that age group, too. But my uh, my experience is uh, is far removed from the uh, from the early 20s. Well, let's come back to you, Roger, because we're talking about these different themes. How does that play out then in the text messaging that you're sending out? Sure, yeah. So I think, you know, what people really want when they get a text message is something that's authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think because of the resources that we have, we can really try to bring that authenticity to the text messaging service. You know, for example, we just had live office hours yesterday through our STEM text messaging campaign, which I would say all of these campaigns are really kind of under We Are Native as, you know, the top dog. Um, but what basically with that campaign was uh, we have a rising uh, medical student who is local and native, um, and she was answering questions over live office hours for a number of hours yesterday. Wow. And it was really successful. You know, I think a lot of people um, don't 
really quite know the pathway to where they want to go, whether that be, um, you know, holistic health or whether that be medical school Mm -hmm. or regardless of what their goal is. So with all of our different campaigns, we really try our best to connect with people who have walked in those shoes, who have Mm -hmm. done those things. Um, And uh, I think it really resonates with people. Uh, We had really great turnout yesterday for our first office hours and just really working to, you know, expand the different ways that we can connect with people and make it as easy as possible as well. Um, so, you know, the text message service is free. It costs us a lot of money to, to run the, the system on the back end. Um, and, you know, if we're not connecting to people, we're not doing our job. Um, and if we're not giving them the information they need, we're not doing our job. So at the end of the day, um, that's our goal and that's our mission. And um, we're just so glad that there's something like that today that exists, like a text messaging service. Um, so cool times. Now, I don't deal with other people like you, Roger, who are running text messaging services. So I know when you're in any kind of industry, there's there's certain questions that are really not considered appropriate to ask. So uh, you let me know if this is out of line. Is it appropriate to ask you, you know, how broad your reach is? I mean, how many people get your text messages? Is that a fair question to ask? Sure, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're a nonprofit organization here, and uh, a lot of the reason that, uh, you know, the text messaging service is so awesome is because it provides a lot of data um, on, you know, for further funding that we're, you know, pursuing, um, as well as if we're actually doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so when it comes to the data, at least in the back end, uh, you know, it's really telling about, uh, you know, the successes that we've had with the text messaging um, service. But uh, I, I think, uh, sorry, could you repeat the question one more time? Yeah. I, so, so how many, how many uh, actual people engaging Tommy? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, well, the first thing I would start by saying is uh, we just passed the 1 million milestone, 1 million hits on our uh, We Are Native webpage uh, in December. Wow. So that was a huge milestone for us. And like I said, the engagement is really driven uh, by their text messaging platform. Um, but in terms of uh, subscribers to We Are Native, we have almost 11,000 active subscribers today. And then underneath that, we have a number of different campaigns, as I've been mentioning throughout the segment, uh, the STEM campaign, um, the uh, the Healers campaign, the Fitness Challenge campaign. So um, if We Are Native, yeah, we're sitting at about 11,000 active users right now. So Tommy, that means when, when a text message goes out, 11,000 people are getting that message? I wouldn't say 11,000 people. It depends on which campaign yeah, they're opting into. Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, having, I think, Roger, I don't know if you've done it yet, but if you text native to 97779, that's our big campaign. I believe there's almost like 6,000 people in there. Oh, okay. So that text goes out every Friday. Okay. Um, but as accumulation for other campaigns, Roger mentioned, you know, some partnerships that we have. Right, right. That's just like a total of our subscribers. We do have the capabilities to send a mass text, but, you know, we found it that if we send a text to a person that, you know, relatively didn't sign up for that campaign, they're going to say stop, you know, uh-huh, and that's uh-huh. uh, an option they have is to opt out. So, you right, know, it's right. always that number's kind of fluctuating. Um, people will opt out, you know, or they'll opt in, they'll opt out, come back in. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. So it's just, it's really dependent. And I think um, what, again, drives us here is uh, a lot of times people forget that we're housed at one of the 12, 13 tribal epidemiology centers across Indian country. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the work that we're doing um, is for public health, but also on the back end is for a lot of research and data purposes. Uh, we had a, a student a few years ago who was working on her dissertation, um, and she actually was able to utilize text messaging to change sexual behavior. So it was a campaign called Text for Sex Ed. Mm-hmm. Um, and what it was is it was a series of campaigns uh, or a series of texts that were just all related to sexual health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, you know, miss, uh, you know, missed uh, or not misses uh, rumors about sexual health, mm-hmm. actual facts about sexual health, you know, getting tested, using condoms, using contraceptives. Um, and it was actually shown to, to increase behavior change 
about sexual health in 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 the positive light mm-hmm. um and i think also what we're very fortunate enough uh is to house our own irb so internal reward review board um so a lot of our studies um you know i think the first and foremost thing is that we're protecting you know who we serve so mm-hmm. you know housing our own irb make sure we're following the proper proto- protocols of research uh and data collection so i think you know what everything we do especially our text messages and especially um the campaigns we put out it's all backed by data and research um which is i think pretty cool tremendous stuff before we uh, close out this segment one more time website uh, and access to text messages give that information out for our audience so uh on facebook uh just search we are native with the letter r instead of the a-r-e okay uh that's our facebook so give us a like uh give us a follow on instagram it's at we are native uh, again with just the letter r uh-huh. at we are native so twitter instagram um what else our youtube channel if you want to subscribe to our youtube channel uh and then the text yeah and for the text messaging uh just text native uh to nine triple seven nine so nine seven 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 nine um, and that'll opt you into our uh, We Are Native text messaging campaign, and uh, you can stay close with us. Great. Thanks, guys, so much for your help. We're going to be back with more from the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board, some other great messages you don't want to miss. Dr. David DeRose, I'll be back with you in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. American Indian Living will continue in a moment. If you have questions or comments about today's pre recorded broadcast, please call one 800 775 hope that's 1-800-775-4673 so you want to be a hero here are some ways to get the job hunt down that killer shark or run into a burning house to save a kitten luckily there's an easier way to become a hero call 911 if you see someone experiencing the symptoms of stroke sudden weakness on one side or trouble speaking walking or seeing stroke know the signs act in time you'll be a real hero a message from the national institute of neurological disorders and stroke can you guess what's going on here it's kids getting fit studies show that children and teens who get at least 60 minutes of physical activity a day reduce the risk of obesity heart disease anxiety and increase their overall mood so whether it's around your neighborhood or at school just get out and play For your free booklet, visit WRInstitute.org or call toll-free 877-957-7575 and find us on Facebook and Twitter. The Will Rogers Institute since 1936. My name is Tom Thornton. And my name is Cindy Thornton. We're retired, and this is how we live United. We decided to volunteer with United Way at our community free health clinic. United Way is how we contribute. Because we know our time and money are going to the right places. Judging by the thank yous we get at the clinic, I'd say we're doing the right thing with our retirement, too. We're Tom and Cindy Thornton. We volunteer at our community free health clinic. We don't just wear the shirt. We live it. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Diabetes affects more than 29 million Americans. If left untreated, diabetes can lead to serious health problems such as heart disease, stroke, blindness, and kidney disease. Your family's health history can be an important factor in determining your risk of developing diabetes. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you and your family. Do all you can to prevent or delay the onset of type 2 diabetes. Visit yourdiabetesinfo.org to learn more.
You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. You're back with Dr. David DeRose for the second half of our edition of American Indian Living today, and we're talking with some great folks. We've had uh, Tommy Ghost Dog Jr. with us from the beginning of today's show. He's staying by for this segment, and joining us now is Michelle Singer. Michelle, it's great to have you with us. Thank you. Happy to be here. I mean, it's a great group here. I know you're very collaborative, and you represent uh, a large swath of Indian country. I know, uh, Tommy, you have um, roots in the Dakotas, right? Uh, tell us all about your tribal background. Yeah, so uh, I'm actually enrolled Burns Paiute. Um, shout out, Burns, Oregon. Love you, Mom. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where I was raised uh, since fourth grade, and that's where I've been enrolled. Uh, my mother... Actually, is the health director there? Oh, really? Uh, for our little tribal clinic, so I think I was not knowingly groomed to work at the health board because uh, our tribe is a service tribe. Mm-hmm. So, growing up, I saw a lot of these campaigns in my little tribal clinic. Uh huh. So it's always a humbling experience to to see those growing up, and now I'm helping, you know, with the, those campaigns in the process. So, uh, yeah, Burns is where I grew up, but I'm also Oglala, Lakota on my dad's side, okay. Thomas Lee Ghost Dog Sr. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I fell here at the board, too. Excellent. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Michelle, you've got uh, roots in the Navajo Nation? Yes, I do. Um, I'm Navajo on both sides, my dad and my mom. My mom is from uh, New Mexico. My dad's from Arizona. And they met in the 1950s at Shamawa Indian School in Salem. And mm. so uh, I was raised between the Pacific Northwest and the Southwest. I think it's great because you folks, although you're an organization that's especially serving the Northwest, you have this reach, especially with the project that we've been talking about, Tommy, uh, really across Indian country. And really you as a team, you know, represent uh, much more than just the, the Northwest tribes. Yeah, and I think I mentioned that in our first segment is is that's what makes us I think in our eyes, so successful with the projects and our content that we put out is that our team is so unique. We all come from like different walks of life, uh, as cheesy as that sounds. I guess uh, we all come from different backgrounds, I think, mm-hmm. and that's the cool thing. So um, I just said it real quick. Uh, you know, I don't think we'd be as successful without our team members, so I got to give some shout-outs. Uh, the first one is to Dr. Stephanie Craig Rushing. She is our head honcho. She's the Adolescent um, Projects Director. Um, so shout out to her. Shout out to David Stevens. Um, he's uh, at another project at the board that's looking through uh, telehealth with uh, the Echo Technologies, looking at Hep C and, um, you know, doing those cases. So uh, he and Stephanie actually started We Are Native um, mm. back in the day. So shout out to David. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Selena McRae. She's our Thrive Project Coordinator as well as the Parenting Teens Project Coordinator. So Thrive is our suicide prevention project that um, falls under the umbrella of we are native um got to give a shout out to colby coughlin she is the thrive project director um you know a shout out to amanda gaston she is our ask auntie so uh we didn't get a chance to explain ask auntie but it's an anonymous q a service that mm. is housed at we are native mm-hmm. so she's the face of our auntie uh if you go check out the the website you'll see her face is like the first thing you see okay uh so Shout out to her. Shout out, shout out to Donica Brown. She is part of the anti team. So as we get questions that come in, we triage them, um, make sure they're correct 
with the correct information, correct resources. So she is also working on an opioids project here at the health board. Uh, shout out to Paige Smith, who is our uh, response circle. So domestic violence, um, partner violence projects, but he's also working with our youth delegate program that we have here at the health board. Uh, Corey Begay, who is our project, um, or we are native project specialist, uh, the, the media uh, specialist. So he does a lot of our graphics, a lot of our uh, um, social media type stuff. Uh, you met Roger in the earlier segment, uh, Jessica Leston, who was a part of the original project red talent team. So she was really big in the, the starting of we are native. And now she's working as a director for opioid uh, crisis response, uh, as well as um, the echo technology with the hep C and then Morgan Thomas, who is our LGBT two spirit outreach coordinator for um, the LGBT two-spirit projects that we have housed here at the health board. And so, yeah, that's, that's our team. Okay. It's quite, quite a team. And, and what I've grown to learn over the last few hours is that uh, the success of we are native has spawned some other projects right here uh, housed under this roof at the Northwest Portland area Indian health board. And Michelle, my understanding is one of those other programs that kind of grew out of We Are Native is now something that you're very involved with. Tell us about that. Yeah, I'm involved uh, with the project known as Healthy Native Youth. And of course, We Are Native is really the foundation and the um, the real, I, I would say, the the, the idea of, of working with youth, for Native youth, by Native youth, um, as Tommy and Roger and others have outlaid, the need is so great. Whether we have our youth on or off the reservation, it doesn't matter. The, the, the way to access them has been through technology. However, what we begin to see is our youth were beginning to realize in their schools and their local settings, the ideas and the topics that are most important to them around healthy relationships, around reproductive health, mm-hmm. around sexual health, around communication. Um, we begin to see this need arise. Educators, adults started seeing that. And so the next part of our communication strategy um, to offshoot from the youth was the adults, the okay. educators, those folks, the caring adults that are engaging youth after school, during school, mm-hmm. on the weekends. Um, what access or tools or resources did they have? Um, as we know in the national debate, uh, who teaches youth about sex, sex education, um, their own uh, bodies, their own identity? These issues were huge. Mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. began to realize that there was a glaring gap in the schools and even at home. So Healthy Native Youth was um, spawned three years ago. Mm-hmm. It has um, been a trending resource for adults, American Indian, Alaska Native, even non-Natives engaging with youth um, on and off the reservation. It's a culturally appropriate, age-appropriate um, uh, website for educators and teachers that folks can go to one website, healthynativeyouth.org, mm-hmm. and find a platter of 11 or so curricula that can be sifted through depending on the topic that that school or that educator might need. Um, these particular programs are on a range of different uh, evidence degree effectiveness. It can be evidence-based practice, such as our Native Voices, which is a beautiful uh, 26-minute video that can be shown that has Native actors. That identification is huge. That can be shown in a classroom. It can be shown in a community center. It can be shown at home mm. um, around a, on a range of topics. Mm-hmm. 
um, that can create a dialogue uh, amongst home communities and at home. Um, we have Native Stand, which is a comprehensive, uh, culturally appropriate uh, curricula for high school students um, around reducing risky behaviors, positive youth development, um, reduction of HIV, AIDS, STD, education, um, condom education, a variety of these different topics. And then we have things that are more localized here in the Northwest, healing of the canoe, the canoe journey. Hmm. That's a suicide prevention uh, curricula. Okay. Um, so we encourage folks to go and take a look. We have been around for three years. We're growing. We have social media use. So educators can take a look through Instagram, Facebook, Healthy Native Youth YouTube channel. Um, some of these training modules, all it takes is an hour. They wow. can sit and watch it and learn and uh, get some tools for their educator toolbox. So let me see if I have this straight. If someone is tuning in today, they've been listening to Tommy and, and Roger, and they say, boy, this sounds like great stuff for our, our kids or for a generation before me, but they want to be supportive of what's happening. They want to give consistent messaging. That's what HealthyNativeYouth.org is for? Yes. So it's not for the youth themselves so much as the parents it's and the educators. It's specifically for educators and adults. Okay. Yes. And then uh, – Tommy, help us see this this big picture. As you're working with Michelle, are you guys planning campaigns jointly? How does that actually work? Yeah, so, uh, you know, it is really what we call it here at the health board, the sister site to We Are Native. And so, uh, you know, with the, the foundation and the, the reach, the branch that We Are Native has with the youth audience, um, you know, a lot of times in tribal communities, there's maybe one or two health educators that are directly working with the youth. Um, and sometimes I've seen it myself, you know, they have 30 youth that they're trying to, mm. uh, you know, create after school programs with, create, you know, different types of, of dialogue. And, and I mean, it's a no brainer when you think about, you know, sex and sex ed uh, and the awkwardness that can come along with, you know, teaching that not even sex ed, but, you know, uh, a while ago, suicide, you couldn't even say suicide mm. in native communities. So mm. these tough topics that the youth were ready to talk about because of resources like we are needed, you know, they're like, all right, you know, mental health, is not that bad? It's not, it's okay to say suicide. It's okay to talk about how I'm feeling. But, you know, I think we were so hyped on the, the youth and the young adults ready to have that conversation. Um, not that we neglected adults, but, you know, we we're so focused on adolescents and, you know, we're like, yeah, they're, you know, they want to talk about these things. Now I think the health educators were like, like, Whoa, hold on here. You know, we, we have our training and we have, you know, what our programs that we've been doing, but it's getting a lot tougher because the dialogues are starting to happen more. And I think that's where, you know, we saw a need for that, at least in the, in the Northwest. And, you know, if it's a need in the Northwest, you know, I think it's, it's going to be a need everywhere. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the, the fruition of healthy native youth came about was like, okay, it's so hard to Google and find native specific curriculum. Mm -hmm. So why don't we, you know, put our brains together and think how can we make it as easy as possible for health educators to find these curriculums that do a lot of the work or do a lot of the starting of the dialogue to help them feel comfortable with these conversations. And so, you know, that's kind of the, the start of Healthy Native Youth was having this nice, what do they say, Michelle, like one-stop shop for sex ed, for suicide prevention um, in, in one nice, easy place. And I think that's kind of where it took off from. And that's, you know, a big reason that our team grew was because, you know, it did blow up like we are native and we we're like, wow, we need actually, you know, to bring on more, more team members to, mm -hmm. to manage this because it was such a need. It was so successful. Uh, and so 
we're happy to have Michelle. We uh we kind of stole her from the hill from OHSU, so she came oh, down okay. and you know she okay. she took on Healthy Native Youth with you know just right in the motion, just put on her running shoes and just kept running with it. So I think that's awesome. That's great. So Michelle, tell us just a, a practical example. I, I know you've been excited about some of what uh, We Are Native has been doing with STEM. Tell us a little bit about how you interface with that uh, in the Healthy Native Youth Project. Well, one of the things that I think we collectively look at is, um, you know, going back to our indigenous ways. We have a, a medicine wheel, you know, the mind, body, spirit, the soul, um, and physical aspects to it. So as we are looking to raise healthy Native youth, we also want to create educational pathways for them. Mm-hmm. And one of the aspects and one of the programs that we've developed is is STEM, along with We Are Healers and other um, message campaigns that we want to uh, lay out an opportunity to tap into some of the interests while they're learning about these sensitive topics and important topics that one day they can be an engineer. One day they could be a doctor. One day they could be just like us, public health professionals. Excellent. And we want to support them in these ways through these Such different campaigns. Such great messaging. Such great messaging. We have to step away. We've uh, got a couple of important messages that uh, uh, will come up right now, but then we're going to come back right to the dialogue. I know Michelle is staying by. We've got another guest waiting in the wings to join us. Tommy, I know you've got to run. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Again, We Are Native is the way to connect with uh, with Tommy and, and his group. Healthy Native Youth, have I got that right? Dot org, and that will connect you with Michelle. We've got more coming up. Don't go away. Dr. DeRose, I will be right back with you right after this. Today's broadcast has been pre recorded. However, if you have questions about today's show or would like further information, please call 1 800 775 HOPE. That's 1 800 775 4673. We'll be right back after this. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we provide more than $150 billion each year in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about money for college at studentaid.gov. Diabetes is a serious disease that runs in families. If your parents or siblings have type 2 diabetes, you have a greater chance of getting the disease. If you're African American, Hispanic, or Latino, American Indian, Alaska Native, Asian American, Native Hawaiian, or Pacific Islander, you also have a higher chance of developing the disease. The National Diabetes Education Program wants to help you understand your risk. Visit the NDEP website at yourdiabetesinfo.org for diabetes prevention tools, including the Family Health History Quiz. It started off as a normal day. I felt fine when I arrived at the plant. Ruth Junius's life was about to change. Then I dropped my keys. They kept slipping out of my hand. My arm felt numb. A co-worker asked me if I was okay, and I couldn't speak. I started to get scared. Ruth was having a stroke. People around her weren't sure what to do. They thought I should go home or lie down, but I knew something was very wrong. I wrote 911 on a piece of paper with my other hand, and someone called for me. Because everyone acted quickly, doctors at the hospital were able to give Ruth treatment that started to reverse the symptoms. Within a few minutes, I was talking again. 
I didn't know a thing about stroke before I had one. Now I make sure that my friends and family know all the signs of stroke so they'll get help fast if they need it. No stroke. Know the signs. Act in time. Call 1-800-352-9424 for more information. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. You're listening to Dr. David DeRose on American Indian Living. Your comments and questions are welcome. Call now at 1-800-775-HOPE, 1-800-775-4673. Here again is Dr. DeRose. Welcome back to our final segment of today's edition of American Indian Living. We are here doing another program at the venue of the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board. Across from me, Michelle Singer. Michelle, we've been speaking about the project that you work with, the Healthy Native Youth Project. You're the manager of that project. And we gave out the the website, healthynativeyouth.org. Why would someone go to that website and, and what would they find? Well, I'd like to, again, thank you for allowing me to be here with you today. I want to impress upon folks that who are engaging and working with American Indian Alaskan Native youth today, whether it's in the lower 48 or in Alaska, um, that there is a website, uh, which is a one-stop shop uh, portal for those who engage with youth, whether they're in the health education field, whether they're a school teacher, whether they're working at a boys and girls club, um, or even a coach. Um, we have a variety of resources in a, our educator portal that uh, has terrific um, curricula, culturally appropriate and age-appropriate curricula as well as resources um, to be able to implement and be effective in their setting around topics that vary from uh, reproductive health, sexual health, healthy relationships, um, looking at the issues of bullying, uh, mm-hmm. domestic violence, mm-hmm. um, an ongoing uh, list of health topics that are important to today's youth. And we make it very easy to be able to go and find resources, find a learning collaborative circle of educators like themselves who share uh, feedback, suggestions about what works for them in their communities in hopes that they would take that information and adapt it and make it work in their community. So just to give you a little bit more disclosure about my background, Michelle, so in addition to being a physician and having worked with uh, faith communities as well and the public health community, I've also worked in the classroom. Mm-hmm. So if I'm a teacher, if someone's listening today, they're a teacher, if they connect with this We Are Native project they can find what their youth are being exposed to if they're part of the you know the tech service if they're going to the website and what i'm hearing is that if the educator or the parent goes to the healthy native youth website they can find materials that will complement the messaging that the we are native team is giving is that part of the idea exactly we are trying to look at this in a kind of a, a trio or triage approach we Are Native is for Native youth by Native youth. That's where a youth lens, um, more or less peer education mm-hmm. at the from the youth to young adult level. Healthy Native youth is specifically for adults. It's meant to be for the adult, the education arm audience. We now are also developing through Healthy Native youth in coordination and collaboration with our we are, sister site, We Are Native, an arm for parents and caring adults, so such mm-hmm. as grandma, auntie, uncle, okay. you know, mom, dad, maybe it's coach. These are folks that are needing some type of guidance, some type of support, and maybe even coaching to help mm. them mm-hmm. along these sensitive topics in a way of how they can engage with their their young 
person in their lives on topics that are on the minds of their young, of this young person. They're learning it through each other. They're learning it from school or they're learning it from perhaps what's happening in mainstream society. Mm -hmm. For example, right now, coronavirus. Okay. Yeah. So they might go home and say, mom, dad, what is this? Uh huh. Well, we have a We Are Native Ask Auntie educator video that responds in one minute what that is. Wow. We've placed this through our Healthy Native Youth channels so educators are aware and they can share it with their youth. Mm -hmm. but does mom and dad know what what's being said? Do they understand the basics? So we're really trying to make sure our messaging, our dissemination, and the implementation are all on the same page. This is tremendous stuff. And I know you've had a, a special interest and addressing something that, that Tommy mentioned uh, was taboo in, in Native mm -hmm. circles for, for many years, and that is the, the whole idea of suicide prevention and you know expanding that to other topics like domestic violence mm -hmm. that sometimes is uh, one of the precursors for suicide or at least suicidal ideation. You've got a team member, uh, Selena, I believe, who's mm -hmm. been heading up that uh, aspect of things. Yeah, we do. We actually, I think just in general, on some of these topics in our communities, it's very difficult to balance the traditional cultural uh, aspects of our ways of knowing and belief and then the contemporary and social norms, mm. whether that be the topics of sex, whether it be around suicide, whether it be around domestic violence. Mm -hmm. How we go about talking and approaching and educating on these topics has to be done in a delicate but mm -hmm. also culturally and spiritually appropriate way. And I use that word very specifically in the fact that our, our customs um, through each of our Indian nations and our tribes, there is usually some inherent indigenous way of knowing. We've mm -hmm. always had this knowledge mm -hmm. within us through our traditional ways, through our, our creation stories. And so how we have this in curricula now, we're trying to make that point, make it visible, make, lift it up and say, there should be no fear. There should be no shame, no embarrassment around these topics because they're there. So we package it in a way so we can lift that up. And suicide is one of those issues where um, we know it can be heavy for both the youth as well as the adult. So everybody agrees it is a difficult topic. What have you folks done that have made that a little bit easier to discuss within Indian country? Well, we have a project here known as Thrive, and uh, my colleagues, Colby uh, McLaughlin and Selena McCray, lead that initiative funded by the Garrett Lee Smith Suicide Prevention Fund. And we have a, a website under the Northwest Portland Area Indian Health Board's homepage that uh, we provide tools and resources, question, persuade, refer, trainings, QPR is what it's known as uh, throughout our region. We also have an annual conference known as Thrive that happens here in Portland mm. that brings together about 75, 80 youth, high school age here, um, a week-long uh type of conference where youth coupled with We Are Native as well as Healthy Native Youth, we work with youth to be able to provide them with tools, um, activities, events to be able to, to build up their resilience skills, mm -hmm. if you mm -hmm. will, learn about how to acknowledge and, and validate their feelings and how to give them tools about when they're going through the highs and lows of adolescent life mm -hmm. or what's happening in their community. Um, they utilize art, they utilize music, they wow. utilize poetry, different ways to be able to help um, uh, become not only um, stronger within their own selves, 
but also to be peer mentors, to be mm-hmm. change agents, if you will, in their communities. And their educators along, their chaperones who come along with them, we work with them as well, too, to provide resources and training to help them take home so the community gets stronger as a whole. So basically, if I were to think about how your group, Healthy Native Youth, and We Are Native partner together, a lot of it is web-driven, technology-driven, but you're saying we do a lot of things in partnership that are hands-on, mm-hmm. these hands-on conferences, uh, different events. Let me ask this question. So someone's listening today, and I think if they're in that uh, youth, young adult age group, they've resonated with what Roger and Tommy have mentioned. They uh, gave out the triple seven nine number to text to, if they text native to 977 Seven nine, they'll be on the mailing list for these uh, general texts that go out from We Are Native. Where is kind of the starting point for a parent? Uh, would you say start with a, a tech service? Because don't you have an arm of that tech service that's devoted to your project as well? Well, y- yes, we have two. I would make the suggestion of two resources okay. for them. Um, we utilize the word youth news. Youth news, okay. To 97779. Okay. And that's a monthly electronic newsletter that Mm -hmm. comes out um, once a month that provides excellent resources to that adult audience, um, whether it be highlighting a curricula, uh, an article or a best practice that's happening in the field, some resources or starting points that they could bring back to their community or think about at home. Okay. The second one will be soon. A caring adult text messaging service hmm. around how to approach your youth and examples about how to talk about sensitive topics with their youth, primarily sex education. And that'll be coming out in uh, in the next couple of months. Okay. And that'll be text empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R to 9779. Now, what happens if this show airs before the empower is up and running? Will you keep people in a queue? We will launch it through the youth news. Okay. So um, we will have a... Uh, a press event about this particular um, message campaign, but I would encourage people to sign up Youth News to nine seven 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 nine. Okay, so one place you can really get engaged with this whole process. Just remember that number nine seven 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 nine, and text the words Youth News. Two words yeah. or one? Yeah, uh, one word. One word. Youth News. One word. And uh, if you say, "Well, I don't know that I want to be on a text message list." Well, check things out at healthynativeyouth.org. Our time has just about slipped away. Any final message, uh, Michelle, before we close things out today? Well, we would just like to uh, let the audience know that, again, it takes a village, as they Mm. say, to raise a youth. And in our Native community, it takes a village as well as... uh, as well as all of us in raising a healthy Native youth. And we really appreciate all the support and the willingness for folks to want to learn with their youth and to empower their youth. And that's what we try to do here through our various programs. Thank you so much, and thanks for putting those resources out. That is really all the time we have uh, today on our show, but it's been so great to have you tuning in to American Indian Living. I'm Dr. David DeRose. For all of us, wishing you the very best of health. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.